Hello world and welcome back to 513 Heartbeat. I'm your host, the sweetest, the cutest, the most gentle, Sugar Renee, and I am so excited to continue along this journey with you and Sung Jin Woo on tonight's episodes of Solo Leveling 13 through 17. my lovely listeners (laughs) tonight we are in for a pretty exciting solo ride when we left off our unlikely hero Sung Jin Woo he used a key he received as as a reward to unlock a C level dungeon at his local subway and it's about to get juicy and we are starting off in episode 13 so if you're reading along that is where we are starting from and we are stopping once we get to episode 17 now we'll be getting more into that in a few just want to let you know what's going to happen tonight we have some sweet reviews of course like i told you last week and of course our quote of the weekend and a beat to study to so stay tuned because we're gonna have some fun Alrighty, beautiful people so like i stated before we left off in episode 13 of Solo Leveling. And Sung Jin Woo had just received a key to this dungeon, this level C dungeon, and he was able to go into it, but he couldn't leave. He can't leave until he completes it. So that is where we are. So If you are following along, we are in episode 13 of Solo Leveling, and I cannot wait to begin this journey with y'all. The Sun Jin Woo has been going through some changes. You know, he started off as this regular guy trying to take care of his mom in a changing world where, you know, monsters are real. Monsters are real, so are dragons and all these other creatures. And the world is being changed by mana. And he can't, it's it's no way for him to to escape this fate. Okay, he, he had first started off by going through this dungeon that ended up being a double dungeon. They thought it was going to be easy, but it turned out to be extremely treacherous. There were these ginormous statues that were inside of this room in the second dungeon that pretty much demolished his whole team. And he was left behind. He ended up being the last person to to leave because he was left as the sacrifice upon the altar. So if you get the chance to read through, you will see all the trials and tribulations that Song Jin Woo had to go through. Now, in episode 13, we start off here with Sanjin Wu terrified 
Like, he's wondering why he has to go through all of this alone without a party. And as he looks down the stairway to the subway, he just, you know, hears all these soft, like, ominous sounds. Dark energy is flowing forth to him, as well as some smoke or mist. And the subway looks demolished. It, it looks like it, it was never used. But I feel like it's only because he's he's in the dungeon. He doesn't see anybody else down there. Not like when he first entered it and someone walked past him out of the dungeon, or rather out of the subway. He, can, he doesn't see anybody now. He's wondering what he should do. And he doesn't think that he can do it. There's foul stenches in the air. And before he can blink, a huge, hulking, beast-type monster comes flying at him with an iron jaw. Looks like a wolf with an iron jaw. Ready to snap his neck. Ooh. Okay, so he begins fighting this wolf which is a steel fanged lichen and it is ready to gobble him up he's the most delicious treat that has entered his domain and he better be ready for a fight Sanjin Wu can barely take a couple of, of goblins so having to fight this huge beast is something that is beyond what he thought he could do He's so terrified that his legs won't move. He's frozen in place. And he keeps thinking of the trauma that he experienced while in that second dungeon. And while he's off in La La Land, the wolf charges towards him, almost taking his arm off in the process. But it doesn't get to touch him. It keeps snapping and biting and, you know, trying to trying to get a hold of him. But he's too fast for him. He keeps ducking and dodging. I guess all the training that he's been going through or forced to go through has actually helped him. He says, my body, my body feels light. So he jumps and flips out of the way just in the nick of time before he can get bit. And then he finally says that he refuses to die so easily and punches that wolf with an uppercut he hits it with an uppercut and it goes flying into the the grates across from him and he's surprised at how hard he was able to hit him because he's never been that strong before he can't believe it he said you know I thought this thing was stronger than me like how could it possibly you know how could I be overpowering it? But he doesn't stop. When it charges again, he just keeps punching and punching. Doesn't stop punching. Even when it charges and flies into the next fence behind him and starts chewing on the metal grates. Or rather the metal bars. Doesn't know what he should do, so he just runs for it. Tries to escape, but he's starting to take damage. And now he's thinking like, what kind of weapon could I possibly have and 
then his inventory window pops up. He reaches in, doesn't know what he's going to get. And it so just happens to be a sword. It's the sword Mr. Kim left behind in the double dungeon. It has an attack power of plus 10, which is awesome. And it's allowing him to defend himself. And he was able to defeat the uh, the lichen and level up in the process. So I feel like whatever happened to him in that double dungeon is allowing him to be able to pretty much level level up in a way that no other hunter can or has before. He can store things in his sidebar inventory and also keep track of this, his stats as he levels up, which is an awesome feature. And now, because he has these things available to him, he's no longer afraid. But the sword that he has is way heavier than he thought it was going to be. So he he's trying to lift it, but ends up forcing himself to push it. And when he does, he kills one of the, the two beasts that are hulking towards him. But one of them catches it in his steel fangs. He said, this is not just any sword. And I'm not going to let you break it. And then he kills the second one. I'm reading ahead, you guys. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't want to, like I said before, I don't want to give you every single detail in the story because it's not going to make you interested in reading it. You know, I feel like if I leave some things out, it'll make you want to dig into it. But right now, he's got the rest of the beasts who were there hulking towards him, terrified and stepping away from him. Now he's leveled up. To level two he doesn't have a job or a title yet his fatigue is at zero his HP is at 205 MP is at 22 strength is at 20 agility 11 since 11 Hell, just pretty much everything else is at 11 except for tr his strength and then he has some passive abilities which is tenacity at level one and an active ability of speed at level one and then he's got that sword and that's the end of episode 13 going into 14 i like how they give you the rundown of his stats i like how they give you you know his full his full breakdown it's like it's like reading a video game good job you guys so episode 14 you see the hulking lichen still jaw or still fang lichen stepping back and running away and he finally has you know a moment to himself to be able to you know catch his catch wind and he's reading through his points and trying to understand you know hunting beast seems to be the fastest way for him to level up and he's wondering how much of a difference each point makes 
So for these stats to qualify or quantify things like intelligence and sense too, he just, he can't believe it. He likes it, but at the same time, he's wary of it. He's saying, could it be that every time my ability stats go up, the effectiveness increases it or increases with it? Either way, he knows that he'll become more powerful the more he levels up. He thinks he'll have a chance at becoming stronger. So, like I said, like just just reading through these and looking at the imagery. The imagery, you see the dead wolf that he just killed. You know, like I said, it's really gory. And, you know, just laying in its own blood with his tongue hanging out, fangs out. Like, it, he just looks like he just was thrashed for real. Just got thrashed. There's no way he could have escaped that sword when it came down. He said he thought, he thinks, or rather he thought all magic beasts living inside dungeons had essence stones. And he's wondering if the place where he is is in a category of his own because he received one of the lichen's fangs and he's putting it into his inventory. There's even a place, there's even a shop where he can sell and purchase things. He's he's trying to figure everything out that is available to him. At his current level, he can't make any purchases, but he can sell and receive something else. Okay. Okay, Sanjin Wu, you're starting to get the hang of this thing. Now, he knows that he can't leave out of the dungeon until he defeats the master or the, the boss of the dungeon. And though he could die before making it that far, he's not going to give up. And as soon as he looks up, he sees the, the one wolf that went running away come back with its pack. Shoot, I'm scared for him. He's saying there ain't nothing to be afraid of. You know, he said he's already died once. <laughs> but I feel like that's too much for him to handle. So many. And he's swinging that extremely heavy sword around and barely catching any of them. Like, you can't forget that you're fighting a whole pack. You know, you got to watch your back, your front, your side, your up, your down. You got to watch everything, Sanjin Wu. Like, otherwise, you're going to get ate up, buddy. He's telling them to put up a better fight now. He's telling them to give it, give it their all. Let's fight at full force. And he just starts thrashing, just going through slicing and dicing demolishing and leveling up leveling up oh it's so gory but I love it 
at one point in the fight, he starts to think of his sister. If he's not able to get out of that dungeon, he won't be able to protect any of his loved ones. If he's not able to level up, he'll lose everything. He can't keep hiding in the shadows like a weakling. If it means that he can become stronger, he'll gladly follow these ridiculous rules that were given to him. And he starts fighting harder and leveling up, killing as many as he can that are within his path. Ooh. And just when he thought that he had gotten through them all, here comes even more. And they're even more angry than the, one, the batch that he fought before. He's gained a title now. The Wolf Assassin. And that is the end of episode 15. And if you're just now joining in, we are reading episode 15 of Solo Leveling on Tapas. I'm on Tapas. It's actually on Tappy Tunes as well. But I've read so far on the Tapas that I've practically read every single episode. But I want y'all to read along with me. Tell you how tell me how you feel. Cause my my fellow readers are loving it. Okay, so just just let me know how you feel. We have just ended episode 14, going into 15, and Sung Jin Woo is surrounded by a huge horde of steel fang lichens. The sword that he's been using to fight has now got cracks and dings in it from it getting bitten by the steel jaw and steel fangs of those wolves. Okay. He's thinking of a a time where he once splurged over 500,000 won on a dagger. And it was still destroyed. (laughs) But he was rewarded with some E-rank Essence Stones that day, so he was able to to maybe get a couple of things. He's saying thank you to the sword. Thanks to you. He was able to defeat... Oh, he defeated all of them. Right in front of him, he you can see a, a severed head of one of the wolves with its mouth wide open, stuck in its last frame. He said, looks like I was somehow able to pull through. And then you see this information bar pop up. Title Wolf Assassin. This title is given to hunters who excel at hunting wolves. All your abilities will now increase by 40% when fighting against beast type monsters. So he's gotten 34 wolf fangs, two worn daggers, and a traveler's cloak, and a teleportation stone. Now at the beginning of this dungeon, he was told that if he wanted to exit, he would either have to complete the dungeon or use the teleportation stone. Now the question is, is Song Jin Wu going to use that stone? And the answer is no. He doesn't want to use it when he 
you know, has gone so far and he hasn't even encountered the boss yet. He's only been, you know, fighting its minions. He's wondering what will happen to this dungeon if he does decide to use the teleportation stone. Will it disappear? Could be possible. Especially if this dungeon is like the other time-based events created by the system. Though ultimately that means an unknown being is controlling him. He feels like he's just a pawn in their game. Does he go forward or does he retreat? Ooh, I love it. So he decides to put the stone into his storage and keep it there for, for now and move forward fighting the wolves, leveling up all the while. And every time he levels up, little by little, fighting against these magic beasts becomes easier. And so he's not only fighting wolves, but he's fighting panthers, and it looks like uh, chimpanzees or what are those things? A Claude Brega and a Shadow Rising. And he can start to feel himself become even stronger. It's like they're not actually living creatures. He said, this feels exactly like a game where you fight against monsters with a set pattern. If he could just learn the pattern, he'd at least be able to anticipate where they're coming from. So right now they're just popping out of nowhere. Monkeys jump down from above and the cats flank from the left and the right one at a time. And their names are, he's able to see the names above their heads. So now he's starting to get it. And each time one gets close enough to him, he's able to, to cut it down. I'm surprised that his sword has lasted so long, looking as raggedy as it does. Okay, so, ooh, okay, so this is an interesting tidbit. The label of each magic beast changes color based on how strong they are. If the label is white, that means the beast is relatively weak. Orange means the same level as you or stronger. And red means they're significantly stronger. The lichen label used to be orange, but now it's white meaning that he's gained the upper hand. He's gotten so much stronger than it that it's no longer on his level. And now he's gotten so far into the dungeon that he's starting to sense the status increasing and the change in the atmosphere around him. He knows that he's getting closer to the boss. And can feel how strong it is. Alright, Sanjin Wu. Going down them steps, you're gonna get yourself in trouble. <laughs> now, when he comes to the bottom of the stairs, going deeper into the dungeon, he comes to a place that is flooded 
was water. And something comes surging towards him. As soon as he steps into the room, blasting him backwards and making him slam up against the wall and breaks his sword in two. Ooh. It's the king of the swamp, blue venom feigned Casca. I can't believe its label is still written in orange. He says, Are you one are you the one in charge here? He whips around his sword like it's a dagger because it's as short as one now and grabs a hold of it as hard as he possibly could ready to run into danger. Now isn't that a way to end a chapter? <laughs> Episode 15 comes to an end in such an exciting way. I can't wait to see the fight and this is one of the episodes I dared to heart. The snake is ginormous has glowing yellow eyes and is blue and red in the body. Blue is a majority color on it, but its belly is red. And its fangs look like huge swords, hooked swords coming out of its mouth. And its tongue is dark black. I mean, how I mean, how dark can black be? But I mean, it it can be extremely extremely black not letting light in I'm guessing that's what the color of its tongue is alright so it leads with him asking if the snake is the one in charge and the snake is just in a distance you know hovering above it hovering above him menacingly he's noticing that the scales on his thing are too hard for his sword to pierce and simply punching him won't work either because his his name is orange. It's an orange, so it's the same level as him. So that won't do anything. So he decides to use speed and its own body weight to attack him. And he said he has to break down its defenses while it's attacking him. But how is he supposed to cut through those thick scales? Right when he thinks that, the snake attacks and is not letting up. He'll die if he gets a direct hit. It's trying to make him lose his balance. It's trying to make him lose his his weapon. And he's attacking him, hitting him one by one, oh, knocking down all his strength and HP. The moment that he thought he got a little stronger, he know he he understands now that it was not enough. How much stronger does he have to get in order to be able to defeat this foe standing in front of him? He's having a flashback now. The weakest hunter of all mankind. That's right. It's what people have been calling you lately, Song. I thought you knew. And Song said, I didn't. I didn't know. 
He's speaking with Mr. Kim, the man who lost his arm when they went into the double dungeon. He says, seems there are people immature enough to be calling you names. And since there are rumors going around and all, use this as an opportunity to work harder. All right. Song Jin Woo is fighting, fighting for his life, knowing that he's weak and he has this nickname that labels him as the weakest hunter of all mankind. He said, he's thinking, you know, powerful strength, overwhelming power is the only way to make people bow their heads and kneel before you. Fake hypocrisy hypocrisy won't protect him no matter what kind of strategies your opponents use they'll become helpless in the face of power they might attempt to stand up against terror but will quickly be brought down to their knees again people down on him because he's weak people might thank you for your intelligence or wisdom but in the face of power they'll easily betray you and he must become stronger Song Jin Woo has finally taken a lethal blow and then he screams I must become stronger and right then the snake comes charging towards him fangs buried but he's like not yet not yet compared to the statue of God compared to the fear he felt that day he's saying that the snake can't scare him one bit and then he gets he goes to attack him some more and that's when the snake knocks the the dagger out of his hand he should have been using his hands in the first place he poured everything into his his strength stats and crushes the snake's neck throwing him into a tantrum making him slam against the wall trying to lodge him lock him off but he can't he won't allow himself to be lodged dislodged he's telling the snake to die multiple times but he won't give up meanwhile at the hospital the doctors are wondering where he is wondering how he could possibly be up and how he could possibly be a hunter being how weak he is going through all these changes and seeing so much death and destruction and then we're back with Sung Jin Woo and he has been leveling up the whole time laughing (laughs) I guess this means I've become a little bit stronger right as soon as he says that a whole bunch of notices pop up in his windows his information window he's defeated the king of the swamp the blue venom fanged Casca ooh and he's received some really nice weapons as well 
as Casca's venom gland and Casca's venom fang. receive some really nice stuff I want to go through all of them but I want you to read them I want you to read how powerful these new toys that he's received will get him by the end of episode 16 Ooh. are we already at episode 15, 17 Dang. that was fast <laughs> that was so so fast Oh, snap. You'll just have to come back to me again next Saturday to hear a continuation of this story. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Y'all, my favorite part was him finally realizing that he could just grip on to this snake which is something that he should have done in the first place just just went on ahead and punched it like he said he should have done or what he thought he couldn't do he didn't think that he could just punch him come to find out you could my guy you could and you should have just believed in yourself that's the one thing I love about this story he's going through he's going through everything to build self-esteem you know in itself he's building self-esteem and I'm here for it I love this journey that we're on Song Jin Woo of solo leveling episodes 13 through 17 I loved it (laughs) and if you loved it too just let me know (laughs) I really appreciate the feedback and Ooh, I can't wait for us to keep going. So, hold on to your britches, everybody. In a few moments, we are going to be jumping into the reviews. Alrighty, my honey dips. You have stuck it out with me to my favorite part of the night. Thank you so much. (laughs) Again, I am your host, Sugar Renee, and this is a special segment where I review three awesome webcomics and give a special shout out and thanks to the first person to use my code on tapas Mr. Lev H thank you so much for choosing to use my code to get started and you know I hope you're having fun on your webcomic journey my code on tapas is L-I-K-U 870-A And if you use this code, it will get you started off with a nice amount of ink for you to be able to keep reading your favorites. It will help you to keep reading your favorite or whatever you want to start on. It will help you to keep reading it without you having to earn more or pay for more. So just use my code to get started and have fun. 
so we will be continuing on Tapas. So you'll find the three comics that I'm reviewing tonight on the Tapas app or on the Tapas website. And the very first one that I will be reviewing tonight is called The Precious Daughter of the Greatest Martial Arts Villain. Oh, excuse me. So hold on to your britches because we are in for some good information here. Alright, so this story is written by... Sol Dam and Sal Guksu and Da Wu or Day Wu. These three beautiful people or organizations have written an awesome story. Alright. So this story updates every Monday and you can read ahead or you can read the first three episodes free without any without having to pay for ink it has available up to 27 episodes to read okay and you know it's it starts off I'm gonna just read the description for you guys because I've already pretty much read through to the very end of it but I feel like I would be stealing from y'all if I just broke the whole story down. The, script, the description reads, I become part of this Huisai novel as Li Hua, the thoughtful and gentle daughter of Sean Ma, who's also the ultimate villain known as the Demon King and ruthless leader of the demonic sect. He resorts to kidnapping and other nefarious deeds to make sure a boy named Ak Rion never reaches his full potential. Rion doesn't seem that bad, but I know he'll one day exact his revenge on my father, and that includes me. I can escape the clutches of my father's enemies. Am I doomed? Destiny, before it's too late. So read on at your own risk. <laughs> nah, it's cute though. This is a cute little fantasy webcomic. It's fantasy and romance. So if you are into into a fantasy romance, little cute little webcomic, definitely check this out. It's cute. So it's rated number nine in the Mighty Daughters collection on this, on Tapas. But for me, I say it's ranked number four. The story is good, but they have yet to really depict some strong martial arts in it. There's a lot of it's a lot of running, it's a lot of hiding. You can they show images of her training, but they don't actually show her training. Like some webtoons, they'll give you the actions, but this they don't. They just give you a picture, a quick pic, and then they move on to the next scene. Which is why it's ranked that way for me. All 
So the next webcomic that I am going to be writing, dun dun dun, for real, this is this one is is one of my favorites out of the three. It's called The Falcon Princess. And it's it's not like any that I've read before. It's by Coin S W E Han Ryu. I'm sorry. Ryui and Yon Bam. It updates every Saturday and you can read ahead. It's free every seven days. And you can pay in ink to read ahead. Or you can earn ink. Like just like this is tapas, so you can earn ink. You don't even have to pay for it out of pocket, just as long as you complete the missions. Alright. So this this webcomic, I gotta say, is pretty dope. It's about a little girl or a princess who who becomes a falcon. Just like in the name. <laughs> and I gotta say, it, it took me by surprise how good it was. Being that it only has 23 episodes so far. Okay, so I'm going to read the description on this as well. And after losing consciousness while fleeing the war raging in Raimond Kingdom, Princess Zeline wakes up in the body of a messenger falcon. She's now the bird in charge of delivering information for Commander Valhale and his army who are searching for the remaining royal dependents. She may be tiny and feathered, but Zeline is determined to use her missions to find out what happened to her family. And can this little birdie gain the skeptical commander's trust and give her kingdom new wings? Find out as you continue to read. <laughs> I love it. I love this little webtoon. Okay, so it's not it doesn't have a rating yet on the platform. It doesn't have a rating. But it does have over 70,000 likes and over 800,000 reads. So that's a good thing. Even for like 23 episodes, that's doing pretty good. My rating is a 7 out of 10. It's fairly new. And there's not any stories like it. And I have to read... You know, I have to read so far, you know, for some really good art. It has really good art, and it has some really delicious twists. So if you're in for a twist and some magic, read into The Falcon Princess on Tapas. It's a really good story. Now, the third but not least that I really like and it's a romance novel of course I love my romance but I also love a little bit of violence okay so the it's called the princess the prince's personal physician 
by Kerbasi Kisai Entertainment and Vivi Lin. It updates every Monday and you can read it for free every seven days. Or you can read ahead by paying in ink to keep reading. It's a really good read. Okay, so I'm going to read the description for you here. And it has up to 22 episodes uploaded so far. Alright. So the description reads, Do no harm. That's the oath that Raina swore as a young surgeon. But when she accidentally drowns on a dark and stormy night, she wakes up in a kingdom where medical knowledge is forbidden to women and punishable by death. After arriving in this strange world, she saves the life of Zared, or Zared, the captain of the royal guard who swears to protect her. But to stay safe, she must disguise herself as a man and become the personal physician of the icy Prince Damien. Can Raina save the sticky, the sickly prince and reform this world's antiquated ways, all while keeping her true identity a secret? Find out more as you continue to read the person, the prince's personal physician. Alright, so this one is also not ranked, but it has a little less than what the Falcon Princess has. 60, about 60,000 likes and 600,000 reads. So I gave this a rating of a 5 out of 10 because the story is cute but is still building and tends to jump the gun in some parts of the story. Like the author, he just want, or they just want the reader to hurry up and understand the genre. I don't feel like that's right. I feel like they should really, like, you know, since it's in the beginning of the story, allow us to get interested in what we're reading. All right. So, if you have anything that you would like for me to review, let me know. Inbox me on Facebook or DM me on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you guys. 513 Heartbeat. I am an avid reader of Webtoons. And even if you have any other books that you would like for me to read or review, let me know. I'm interested in knowing what you guys think and what intrigues you all. Because right now, I'm going off of, you know, the people who are in my surrounding area or in the groups on, on Facebook, what they like to read. And, you know, some of my own favorites. Like, I want to know what you all think. What do you like to read? What piques your interest? Do you like romance? Action? Do you like sci-fi? Fantasy? Do you like girl love? Boy love? What do you like to read? Alright, so the weekend's quote is reads as this coming together is the beginning 
Keeping together is progress, but working together is success. Let that marinate. Coming together is the beginning. Keeping together is progress, and working together is success. What does that mean to you? To me, it means that, hey, when we first meet, that's the beginning of our journey. If we work at, you know, staying together, we, if we try our hardest to stay together, we've, we've, we're gaining progress. But if we're actually able to make it work, to find a process that makes what we have together work for the best of our lives, then that is success. That's what that quote means to me. All right, so the business shout out for this weekend is for Miss Charlene Castano on Instagram. She's a master life coach who introduced me to the teachings of Scott Oldford. And he's also on Instagram. And he specifically helps online entrepreneurs. So if you're an entrepreneur, and you are looking for more information on getting a better understanding of your craft, of the business side of your craft, because I'm an artsy person. I like to work with my hands. I also like to graphic design notebooks. So if you check out my Liquid Courage 27 Etsy, you'll see what I have on there. If you like it, buy it. If you don't, like it. Anyways. <laughs> like, but yeah, he's... His, his teachings are really interesting and definitely worth the read. He has a free guide on the website, thenuclareeffect.com. And his guide is called The Scaling Guide. Very worth the read. Now, tonight's study beat was brought to you by Squatta B on YouTube. Like I said, I love the audio library. And this song is called North Oakland Ecstasy. So if you have the chance to go into the audio library and download this beat for your studying or your reading or your writing or your drawing or just to get you into the mood to create. It's called North Oakland Ecstasy by Squatta Beat. Check them out. And thank you so much again. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to me and staying for so long to where you can get to this ending. This wonderful ending, but not the ending. Just a intermission to the next beginning. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to me, Sugar Renee, your sweetie pie here on 513 Heartbeat. Follow my podcast on Instagram and Facebook as well as Spotify. I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere you can listen to a podcast. 513 Heartbeat. Talk to me about your favorite webtoons. I'd love to hear some more recommendations. So if you have anything that you'd like for me to go over, let me know. What do you want to be the next webtoon that I go over? This webtoon that I'm going over right now Solo leveling, solo leveling 
has about 171 episodes in it and it's still going it's still ongoing but I feel like it's going to be reaching its end soon so let me know what what do you feel like you know should be talked about next right here on 513 heartbeat if you want to be shouted out or if you have a beat if you're a producer and you have a beat that you want to be featured on the next show dm me inbox me i'd love to hear from you y'all have a wonderful sunday morning 12 44 (laughs) a.m saturday night y'all have a wonderful rest Wake up tomorrow, Sunday, feeling well-rested. All right. Have a wonderful night. Don't do nothing I wouldn't. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) Sorry, y'all, I'm getting slap happy. But y'all have a good night. (laughs) Peace and blessings.